Right on radio. Right on radio. Remember a time, a time of prosperity, a time of liberty, as when we used to take a stand for freedom, and each person made a difference. But then the world changed. Isolation came in, obedience, corporate evil. Well, I choose to fight back. I'm going to take a stand. Wellness is the key, and nature has our answers. Our children are our future. Switch your shopping dollars. Switch them back to Made in Canada and the USA. Take a stand. Take a stand for liberty. Visit MyLibertyStand.com. That's triple W dot my liberty stand. Right on radio. Well, good day to you. Welcome to Right on Radio. Yes, we're back. We took a day off. We had planned to do a show on Tuesday, and uh, well, the day just uh, life happens, and uh, we 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 did show up for work. It just we didn't get a show out. Uh, we had to do some other business, uh, but we're glad to be back back with you today. And yes, we are going to do some news today. We are. I'm excited to hear some of what you feel is going on, Jeff. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. Uh, so I'm gonna tell you some of the things we're gonna cover. We're gonna cover some basics, and I'm going to get into how I believe DJT gets reinstated into office. Now, we both still believe that he is the commander. Okay. But how does it happen publicly, and how do those first massive arrests happen all at once? I believe I've got it figured out. Look, it's just my th- it's just a theory, but I'm pretty sure many of you will agree with this theory. Um, and if we have time, we're going to get into. Well, just a little bit more of a teaser on the voice of God. The professor sent some diagrams to prove it, and I've got another little video that I think will be a, a teaser for towards future episodes, but uh, we will absolutely validate that what we're talking about is real, Jesse. We will. And and also, you've been working on a, uh, well, it's just, not that you don't have enough projects, Jesse, but you've been working on a project, and we didn't even discuss this, but uh, one of the things was about how to deprogram that you sent me. That's right. You know, that's that's upcoming. Uh, there's been a lot of people putting stuff out there about, um, you know, programming. And, you know, we're basically going to give you the decode. So, you know, we've told you kind of a teaser, the decode is Jesus, but we're going to lay it out for you how it all works and how the system programs individuals. And with that, you will understand how to help people walk through that deprogram. So what I find really fascinating about that, Jesse, we often talk about continuity of, of the spirit. And right. uh, and I've been, well, I've been telling you I'm going to write my next book. Uh, and I actually started a little bit ahead of schedule. Yeah. And my book is all about deprogramming. And it just perfectly aligns with everything that we want to bring out. It does. So what to, what what you're going to bring, and yes, Jesus is the answer, and I prove it through scripture. Uh, yeah. But we're going to see the full picture between these two things. That's uh, right. Which I think is, is really, really great. Uh, also, I want to tease, we're not sure exactly how or when we're going to do it because Jesse will be traveling that week, but we 
will be doing a Super Bowl decode, and nobody is going to have a better decode than us because I've already started on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Jeff's been decoding the trailers. <laughs> I, I have been, and, and amongst other things. And, and, uh, and of course, Jesse has just insight that other people don't have. I know that there's a, a woman out there who deals with programming and stuff like that, but she really misses a lot of the spiritual stuff. She just catches signs. I'm not going to mention her name. We won't <laughs> mention her name, but. <laughs> All right. Um, let's start out with some trucking news. Jesse, we haven't been covering uh, the Canadian trucker thing. Uh, it's massive. I will it tell is. you it's much bigger than anyone thinks. And there's more on the way. This thing has just started. There's literally more convoys on the way. And just in Canada, yeah. I do believe this is spilling into the United States and it's going to be massive in the United States as well. Yeah, um, it has been. Um, you know, I've been in contact. My dad is not part of that, but my dad is a trucker. But I saw like um, there was over 10,000 convoys joining from, you know, different states, we'll just say in the Midwest. And um, so I called him to see if he was one of those trucks joining and said, hey, keep your eye on that. And uh, but yeah, it is it is growing and getting larger. And then I also saw that there were convoys that are they're doing the same thing in the Netherlands. Um, in, so in Italy, in France, they're doing it's It's actually rolling out worldwide. People are doing yeah. this. Now, and there are places you can donate. So, you know, I've seen a, there's a lot of stuff going up about, um, you know, people are coming together in communities to meet those needs for those truckers so that, you know, like if they need water, if they need food, there's people who are, um, you know, blessing them as they're doing that traveling, people who are standing with them. And I think this is part of our big stand. You know, are we going to fight for our countries? Are we going to fight for those who, you know, have to make a living and survive and all stand together, no matter, you know, which nation, which country it is, or are we just going to keep to ourselves and allow this tyranny to rule over us? So I'm going to put together, just, I'm just going to give a couple thoughts. I'm not saying this is what it is. But I have been thinking about this a lot, and I've been in prayer a lot over it. And uh, there's a very fine line that is being walked right now. And here's the fine line. Here's the negative, and then I'm going to get to the positive. So I'm going to put. It, I'm going to give a map forward. Okay. So first of all, we know the false flag potential is very, very uh, likely. Uh, in fact, they've already tried staging it in Ottawa a couple times, but the people have been smart to them. They've been pointing them out. They've been doing it. And so far, the cops in Ottawa apparently have been fantastic with this. Other than they have, uh, you know, some cops just are easily manipulated and they have uh, certain parts. They've put choke points and they've trapped some truckers and not allowing them to get food and stuff like that. And they're doing that in Saskatchewan on the border as well, or sorry, Alberta as well on the border to Montana. Uh, they've cut off their food. They've cut off their medicine. The RCMP, which is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, have done that. Uh, but what's happened is farmers have gone around the RCMP's blockades and their tractors. Uh, and from what I understand, uh, now this is on the border in, in, in to Montana, the RCMP have choked in the truckers but now I understand there's a whole bunch more truckers because this has really pissed people off coming. And I am suggesting they might want to choke off the RCMP. Hmm. Oh, how do you like not getting food and going not going in and out? Huh. That might hit home. Yeah, it very well might. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the greatest things is uh, both in uh, in Calgary, in Western Canada, and in Ottawa, the government was contacting all of the towing companies to start getting trucks towed out. 
There, and there aren't enough trucker towing companies no, to do that. No, but they wanted to make a point and start right. doing it. And by the way, it'd be a lucrative contract. I'm sure the government was going to pay even more than normal because they could just print money, right? Right. Here's, here's the beautiful thing that happened in Canada. The towing companies knew this was coming. Every one of the towing companies is in solidarity. And they said, we can't, we have COVID. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. True story. And and of course, these guys are truckers as well. They're not going to go against their, uh, <laughs> their comrades. Um, right. So here's the fine line that is being walked. Is it possible that this movement was infiltrated right away? And is it possible that this actually fits the government agenda to bring on supply chain issues and hurt the people? And then the spin is, well, look, the truckers, they're just the minority. And it's because of them, there's no food in your stores because they're sitting up in Ottawa. They're not doing their job. Yeah, I... I've seen that setup coming, like where they're going to try to shift that blame. But I've also had to question, you know, I see all the nations kind of coming together and supporting those truckers. And, you know, I brought out a while back that there were pictures of, you know, the tribunals and pictures of bikers and truckers who were getting kids to those tribunals and standing with them as they walked in That's to right. face their accusers. So part of me thinks of, you know, what's been one of these, the main ways the system has been transporting these kids. It has been through truck, you know, whether it was, you know, through the mail, through, um, you know, I mean, what at one point, you know, I was seeing pictures. They were shoving kids. They had them inside the Coca-Cola uh, pop machines that you, you know, like you see everywhere where you put your little change or money in and it gives you a soda. They literally were shipping kids and people inside of those things inside of a truck. And so... You know, how many of these truckers have have been having to, you know, may not even know that their cargo contains these kids or people. So part of me has to ask, is this part of bringing forward the truth about, you know, the biggest plague of, of the world, which is human trafficking? Yeah. You know? Well, and cutting off the supply. That's why I mean it's a fine line. Uh, mm -hmm. This can go either way, but I believe in people. Yeah. And I believe this is the start of something really, really big. Uh, yeah, I do too. Well, and and I do believe that those who are heading this up, you know, they're good men and women. And, um, they are. you know, we I've seen some shows with them on them and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that's been covered and... You know, I believe that they are good and that we need to be supporting them. But and, I agree. And they've had extreme wisdom, by the way. And, uh, they and, have. And yeah. what, what's also showing is God's work in this because these truckers are getting together. They're praying. They're doing things. And, and there was actually even a video um, uh, on, the, on Saturday at, in Ottawa in Parliament. And you could see like an angel flying over the Parliament visible caught on video wow you know? i yeah. didn't see that one i would love to see that one that's interesting I, I thought of showing it it really wouldn't come up good on here uh it is on our telegram channel however interesting okay uh, from a couple days ago so there's there's a couple things and i want to i want this message to go out to the uh truck protest here here's the problem your demands are not right because just demanding for these mandates to end is a temporary band-aid you go home oh cases are up we have to do it again you can't afford to go back they they know that 
but they want you to go home and they might end them and then just say spike. Okay. So it's temporary. You cannot, it, it started off with just the border. Now it's gotten to something bigger. It says, Hey, the mandates, you know, have to go away. Okay. So that's bigger. When you're negotiating, you have to negotiate way bigger. Right. Way so bigger. what are you proposing that they negotiate for? I say well, we can negotiate to be allowed to go get Trudeau and kick his ass out of the country. <laughs> so I, I, there is a way to make that happen as well. It's not going to happen in what I'm calling stage one. Okay. Uh, these things will take some time, but you got to, you have to remember they are scared. You know, there's a perception that government are all powerful people. No, they're people. They're yeah. not all powerful. They're chicken littles and government only governs by consent of the governed. Very important. Government only governs by consent of the governed. Believe me, we send a million people to Ottawa and say, you're fired uh, and we're going to pull you out. No one's going to stop you. And, oh, but they have access to the military. They have tanks. Listen, the military isn't going to turn on the people. The military doesn't like these leftist bastards, okay? Right. Uh, and there might be one defector. You know, I'm just following orders. And then, you know what? His brother will shoot him in the back if he comes after this community. So don't worry about the military. Now, here's... So end of mandates. Let's keep that demand in there. The next demand, and this is particularly for Canada, okay? Because in Canada... Uh, we have Rebel News, which is private. Uh, they're not a big news corporation. They're only internet, essentially. Uh, and, you know, they're not mainstream. And uh, some some say they're pretty compromised, but they're doing really great reporting on this. I will give them that. Here's the thing. The first demand on top of no mandates has to be we the people no longer give consent for our money to be given to any media corporation. The government, it is going to be illegal for you to give any media corporation, even through any third party or any indirect or direct way, you cannot give any media companies funding from now on. Because unless we start taking control of the messaging, mm -hmm. this thing doesn't work, okay? People aren't going to, you know, a lot of people sit there and they'll watch the CBC, which is the government state broadcaster or global or whatever. whatever the, the, and listen, it's all controlled. Oh, 90% of the people have taken the hokey pokey. No, they haven't. They're lying to you. Oh, right. only it's a small fringe minority. They're repeating Justin's. No, it's not. In fact, uh, there was a, someone who did a data analysis, you know, just collecting the video footage of the truckers on their way there and all the people on the bridges and everything else. They figured that there was approximately 8 million Canadians who participated in some way that's in amazing. this. And listen, that's, that's almost, like that's probably one in five Canadians was participating wow. directly in this in the last week. That's amazing. That's huge. That's yeah. 20%, right? Right. So we have to cut off the government funding to the media. Has to be mm -hmm. number one thing. Once we do that, we can take control. And by the way, we are taking control because every single person who has participated, you have to do your citizen duty and report what you saw. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. People don't like putting their faces out there, but they have to report what they saw. The next thing is, uh, is not a demand, but more or less an idea that needs to hit mainstream. Here it is. The government is putting small businesses out of business. The bit they've they've propped up big corporations. They've shut down small businesses. This is the United States. This is everywhere, everywhere around the world. They've done this. They're doing this great reset thing. And what they want to do is bring in a universal income 
supplement, which they have worldwide. People want that, right? And and by the way, and inflation is all a big part of their game. They're jacking up, so the debts are going up. You know, uh, all of a sudden, debt forgiveness. Yeah, please take my house. I'll be. I'll own nothing, and I'll be happy. Believe me, that's the direction they're going with yeah. this. But here's the next step, and this needs to become part of the public conversation because it only works if we have many, many people participating. We do not send in our taxes. Small business, do not send in your taxes. Individual, do not send in your taxes. And I'm not saying we're going to do this. I'm saying this needs to be part of the conversation. And then the other side of it is I floated this against my wife, who's, who's an accountant, right? So she goes, well, the problem with that is the penalties for filing late and everything else are going to jack it up. And, you know, it's going to cost people. No, no, no. Then we pro, then we say, we're not paying the interest because you're not allocating our money as we desire. And that's the next thing. But we need to start putting those things out into the public yeah. square. If, listen, choke off their money supply. That's right. Choke it off. Well, and we've already, you know, a lot of their money supply has already been choked off. So now it's that final cut, you know, it's like, you, you're not going to get it by exploiting human beings and you're not going to continue then to think that if that chain in supply is not there, that you're going to get it from us because it's, we're their backup supply. Well, it, listen, I, I would say we're their primary supply. What you're talking about funds, their black projects mostly. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the main supply, the public purse you know, it is just that. And, uh, and we have to start revolting it. And by the way, it could be taken even further. If you, uh, if you're a store owner or something like that, take all that, uh, state or federal tax in, hold it and, and guarantee it. Don't spend it. Don't spend it because, you know, we're obligated, you know, give to Caesar what's Caesar's hold on to it until such time that the government starts doing the will of the people with the people's money. Right. That so it's not only end the mandates, no more public money to private corporations such as media at all, mm -hmm. illegal. We do not consent. Right. That has to be a part of the demand. And then we start the conversation about taxes as well. I love that you said private corporations because in that also fits, you know, CPS, that they receive government funding. And they're private corporations as well. Yeah. Why should, listen, why should government be picking winners and losers? Right. Yeah. Uh, Planned Parenthood. There's a private corporation that shouldn't get any money. It gets tons of money. Right. <clears throat> I I totally agree with you. I think that's important demand. It is. Um, all right. Actually, let me do a segue here. <laughs> If you, and it's not going to be a commercial. Okay. Just, uh, because I'm going to change topic. Well, I'm, I'm going to stay on the same topic, so I, but I'm going to get off the trucker protest now. Um, but I do want to make a mention. If you did not hear the military analyst yesterday, uh, it's a Podbean exclusive. We do it live on Podbean every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The one from yesterday was <laughs> mind-blowing. Britain's secret war, MI6, Antarctica, uh, hollow earth, <laughs> underground, the lizards, like UFOs, everything's in there. And the best thing is, is uh, he's got the evidence. Like this one, he's he's rock solid on it. I'm telling you, um, wow. you have to listen to it. <laughs> Very <coughs> interesting. Me. All right. So it was funny. I, I took some time and I watched some news yesterday, Jesse. And uh, and I guess, you know, the biggest thing that struck me is the news, is the news right now. And, you know, Jesse Waters, and I just kind of always think, you know, when it, when it always says, watch the water, right? right. <laughs> you know, because now all of a sudden he's got this uh, new show. I think it's in his second week. 
and I'm not endorsing it or do, you know, I believe most news is controlled news. So, uh, right. and you know, Fox is definitely controlled as well. However, um, it was interesting because his opening segment was the great awakening. Hmm. And that is interesting. And he did it justice. I gotta say he covered wow. the topic well. And one of the things that we've been saying here on, on this show for a long time is this thing can never really end. The cabal will never really fall. The media has to go down before right. they do. Yeah. So let's talk about CNN for a moment. <laughs> one of my favorite topics. Yeah, I think that's going to be a hot topic pretty quick here. Well, it, it already is, the, the Communist News Network. Um, so, first of all, their ratings are in their is, are in the trash, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, the, not one program they do hits a million people. Wow. Not one. I think at their peak right now, they're at about 700,000 people watching it. And for a country as big as America and considered they're around the world, yeah. That's abysmal ratings. Yeah, very small. So let's just look at what happened there. So we had uh, uh, Chris Como. He had to uh, to step down. Mm -hmm. Right? Because he was doing illegal things for his, uh, or unethical things for his uh, pervert brother. Right. Right? And then, not only does his producer but also the producer of the Jake Tapper show within like a, within a week, they're both being indicted on pedophilia stuff. Right. Right. So like th this thing, and, and that can't be good for a TV station, obviously. And, and, uh, and right? obviously other news outlets are covering it because who was, wasn't there just one yesterday that stepped Yes. The down. President. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Zucker. That's right. So he had to step down because he did not admit his affair with his boy toy head of marketing. And by the way, the media is purposely avoiding saying that it's another man. It's a man. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and don't forget even just what was it six months ago. Uh, what's his name? Zuman Lubin Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that name. <laughs> the, the guy who, you know, showed up for a work uh, Zoom call and uh, and drops the drawers and brings out the lube and the tissues. And uh, he thought his camera was off, obviously, yeah. right? So, uh, and by the way, he's back. I can't believe this. this yeah, he must have some balls to come back after being <laughs> caught doing that. Right, you, I mean, you know, wow, like that because that's pretty disgraceful. You know, you get caught with your co workers and you work at a TV station that makes national news, you're the legal right. guy, and then you come back in just a couple months and you know, pretend it didn't happen. Huh. right? It, it, it's interesting, it's getting very interesting. And then they got the uh, the What's what's I don't Stelter or whatever the guy who does re reliable sources you know he gets caught uh, mm. doing his uh, broadcast with no pants on <laughs> you know like right? and, and, and and by the way I think all roads at <clears throat> CNN Jesse lead to the AC uh, you know I think they do lead to that yeah and you know a who I mean by AC among other things I think you know. We're going to find out that a lot of what we saw, a lot of what we experienced through those media sources were not what it was, that they had a way to twist things to make it look like it was something else, you know, including all the alerts for missing children or programs that promoted those missing children. I think that we're going to find out that they were publicly part of you know, that child transportation issue, that they were doing it right well, in front of our faces, you know. Well, they have been, and we, we know yeah. that everything has been right in front of our faces the whole right. time. We've just been blind to see it. And that's the best way to get away with things is to do it in the open. Right. Uh, but when I said the AC, Jesse, I meant the Anderson. 
<laughs> because I think really it's his story when we when he is exposed, he's probably gonna be the last one to be exposed there. It's gonna bring it crumbling down because you you know about his story. Uh, and I, I think do. most of our yeah. audience knows. I, I have told and I've you know shared that publicly, so I think it will get very interesting. <laughs> and, you know, I just wonder what they're going to bring forward first. And, you know, between his mother's taxidermy, uh, side, what do we call it, a side job, or, uh, you know, or the pool, uh, you know, that really is a boat launch. I don't know. It's got a big door in front of it, Jeff. I mean, you know, but there is no driveway. There's no boat that docks there. Yeah, so. there's, there's, it's not it's not connected to a lake. Why do they still call it a pool? I don't know. You know, but interesting. So, but <laughs> so there's so much there. Or, or by the way, there's also the theories that uh, that his uh, longtime uh, co-anchor on New Year's Eve, Kathy Griffin, is actually his older brother. You know, there's a possibility. I will say, I can confirm, I heard it from his brother himself, that he would never kill himself. So, that's just always been in the back of my mind, people. Yeah. Um, but but the was... other one is is the weird fascination he had with a very significant child case. And he, he has the little poster, we'll call it poster girl, stand-up. You know of Sean Benet Ramsey, so it's like you Who wonder does? Anderson. Yeah, yeah, he's fascinated with her. Hmm, well, it was a big news story, and he is a news guy, right? I don't know. Oh, I mean... And he was raised on the farm, so you know. Yeah, CIA, CIA boot camp. I forgot. I'm not leaving this up on YouTube. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean we could talk about the farms you know alpha and all those other good ones that are outside of the u.s but what about the farms within the u.s maybe they weren't called farms jeff maybe they were called ranches maybe there was a big one right now that's been coming out oh, down there in texas I know where you're going <laughs> So, so Jesse, on a related topic, <laughs> and I, I, so I'm starting to learn how to play puzzles with you. <laughs> <laughs> on a related topic, and we'll get back to the media in a second, so I still have a couple more comments there. But hasn't it been wild, you know, it's not even a presidential election year, and Trump has been doing rallies again. But what's really, I just, it's got to be coincidence, but... They announced this reawaken tour, um, you know, months in advance because they have to have time to sell tickets and stuff like that. Right. And just it, it just so happens that on the same weekends, Trump shows up in those cities to do rallies. You know, it is very interesting that he's you know walking lock and step with those, um, you know, and I think. You know, it makes it hard to do a rally when you've got such a dynamic speaker as Trump coming in. Everybody is coming to see him. And then he comes out and he, you know, I used to participate in speech competitions like poetry and stuff like that. He is a dynamic poet and he's been reading this one poem, The Snake, that is phenomenal. And he keeps saying that it has everything to do with the immigration issue. I mean, what do you think that's about, Jeff? Well, I think it's about exactly the human trafficking coming across that border. Yeah. But, and but didn't he say something about generals as well in that last he speech? He did. And it's, it's good to be clear that he was plural in that, that, you know, that there were generals that, it sounded, you know, it goes back to that show he used to do, you know, make a deal. And he, at the end of that, he'd be like, you're fired, <laughs> you know? Oh, The Apprentice, so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but he'd oh, he always fired a general. Good deal. I think so. He didn't he fire several. Yeah, Ooh, he did. Yeah, but but there's one that just happens to be in those same cities at the same time, and he takes the draw away from theirs. And he mentioned generals, and he mentioned the snake, and uh, no, and, and who has a big thing. ranch in Texas? I I know there's a bunch of them, but. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that former president, that former president that passed away. Um, well, you know, Junior is they still called him Timber. They called him Timber, but nobody seemed to realize that's not just the name of a wolf. It's also the name of a, a venomous snake in Texas. And, and maybe there's other names of venomous snakes that go along with that. You know, but then you got to bring in interesting movies because, you know, I think where it's really going when he says to watch the water, you know, is there's like these, you know, movies that put out like these, they say, fictional stories about this company called Hydra. I don't know. I think it has something to do with that, maybe just a bit with Mm. snakes and Hydra and, you know. And, and, you know, just the other thing, uh, and I don't know why this is in my mind, but I, I remember their saying of a particular general, and I, I guess I just thought of it because of the ranch, Jesse, but uh, it's a good thing, and maybe this is why they were coordinating in Texas, because one general in particular knows where all the bodies are buried. Right? That's what they're saying. So, yeah, I mean, we've... There aren't many mass graves that the system has overall, but you know we had a, a wonderful man, Kevin Arnett, bringing out some of those that were way up in Alaska and Canada, and, yeah, yeah. Well, and with, with the Native Americans, Indiana, you know? and stuff like that. And just just think for one second, though, if you were going to do something like that on a mass scale. You would really need a lot of privacy. And, you know, if you had a huge ranch in Texas with all kinds of helicopters and stuff like that protecting the property, you could pretty much get away with uh, doing, like, naked, creepy ritual ceremonies. It's plausible. Or underground in those areas, too. But we're just hypothesizing, people. Don't. Don't take anything we're saying yeah. as fact. We're just hypothesizing. Well, it could go farther. You know, I, I know certain relatives, I think, that aren't far from that area, which would make sense why they always were spending a lot of time in that state. You know, we'll just say. so. All right, Jesse. Okay, we're going after presidents here. Don't bring in your relatives. No, that's, that gets more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll stop there, Jeff. I'm just saying, you know. Uh, no, yeah, I, I don't care. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's you just got to wonder about some of these things that, you know, they just, yeah. It's just sad that so much has been hidden from us and so much is interconnected. And these people... You know, really, they have multiple names they go by. They have multiple jobs. They have so much training that they're, they've done, you know, that they're really very versatile players on the field. And oh, it, it's time for the truth to come out, you know, what they've all been involved in, what they have been doing. And really, it, it falls under that category category of crimes against children and humanity one of the keys to bringing this whole operation down though is what citizens are doing right now and that's going and sit and serving these politicians and informing the police departments informing them that we no no these are legitimate cases these are legitimate indictments these are legitimate and because we have to listen the the police can really make or break this thing uh, in many ways, and we have to think that most of them are good people. Okay, the average rank and file uh, law enforcement person is a good person, and 
you know, it's forcing these things. And literally, this is what's happened in the UK. This is what's happened in some other thing. And so they're just like, oh, no, we'll just give the people some freedoms back and we'll we'll play it. We'll play a card on another day. Right. Uh, so they're but they're they're scared. They're scared of this uprising. OK. Yeah. So uh, and, and also just going back to the media. So uh, MSNBC, their biggest uh, person, Rachel. She is now going on a hiatus. She's already going away from a daily show to a, to a weekly show for next year. But now she's announced she's taking a hiatus till April and then might be even extended after that because they're, they're done. Like they did, the, they, they did the Russian collusion thing more than anyone, right? Yeah. So we're seeing, and, and ABC now, it's back in the news, how they hid the Epstein story for three years ago. They could have saved kids. Right. People, listen, when it comes to our kids, the average mom, pa, is going to stand up. Well, I don't care if it's your kid or neighbor's kid. I'm standing yeah. up for kids. One thing well, it goes all back all the way to the 1980s, that even in the 1980s, even before that, they were hiding the truth from people using it as a way to manipulate the truth. And it, as we say that, it can it goes all the way back to, you know, the time of um, Kennedy and, and, you know, their display of Kennedy being shot on, on video for everybody. So it even goes all the way back to there, you know? Yeah. So it's a... Uh... The, the, the media is being exposed. They're slowly coming down. But uh, really, we as citizens, uh, look, you might not want to go on camera. You don't have to go on camera. Turn your camera around on the people on the things you're reporting. Yeah. Uh, but start start reporting life and reporting things as you've as you've seen. And, you know, it could be anything. Just you could see symbols. Our, our audience is really good at spotting symbols. Report it. Put it, your face doesn't have to be on. Just make a short video. Hey, listen, I'm in front of this, and say where you are, and uh, and point and say, you know, make it something that's significant. You know, don't mm -hmm. don't. I, I think this might be something. You know, uh, be sure about it before you report it, but uh, or pretty sure uh, that. Uh, but start reporting things. You start seeing anomalies. We have to do this as people. Uh, we have to start taking it back. Um. Let me see with the media. Was there anything else I needed to get? Ah, we'll leave the media. Don't you want to know how Trump will get back in I was office? just going to say that. I totally want to know, Jeff. I was going to be like, hey, wait, if you're going there, then I still want to know. How is he going to get back in office? So publicly, it has to be publicly because it, it can't be tanks coming in. You know, the, the military is the only way. It can't be that well. I guess it could be depending on how bad things get. We might welcome martial law, but I don't think it's going to go to martial law. Well, I think we've already been under martial law, and it's been very gently executed. But yeah, and made to look like tyrannical. I'm I'm on board with that theory as well. Listen, I actually think this whole thing is part of the plan. Yeah, I do as well. But I, but I really think I figured out how how it ends. Okay. What's your theory? And I'm and I'm surprised to hear myself say this. So I'm not the first person to come up with this theory. I've just thought it through a lot more. Okay. Okay. So what has Trump been doing since he's left office publicly? Rallies. He's been doing rallies. And at every rally, he's lifting up candidates and he's giving endorsements. Right or or throwing people, I think some of that's chucking people under the bus. Oh, but. absolutely! He's exposing, and he's lifting up other people that apparently will follow the agenda, America right. First agenda. Okay, uh, but it's a very powerful voice. So he's been doing this, and he's been doing it bigly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. What and, and by the way, in the background, you have to remember a, a whole bunch of stuff is happening. Um, you know, obviously, Arizona has been slow walked, but now they've got wacky Wisconsin. It's actually 
uh, doing some reforms. Pennsylvania is doing some reforms. Georgia is uh, is finally making moves towards this because they have to have integrity before uh, this next one comes about. They can't have mm-hmm. the cheat, right? So he's been going around lifting up candidates. Now, at the same time, you know, when you go against a candidate, when you run in a political race, an incumbent has an advantage. An incumbent has a fundraising advantage. An incumbent, uh, because of the name familiarity, has an advantage when it comes to politics. So far, 29 prominent Democrats have decided to not run for re-election. And some of the rhinos have decided all of a sudden, oh, I'm not running for re-election. So that's significant. So the prediction is, and most people would agree with this, that uh, that the Republicans will take back the House and probably the Senate. Okay. If if there's a fair election. Would you agree that at least most people see that? I, I agree. I think most people see that, yeah. Yeah, the Democrats aren't popular right now. <laughs> right? right like you know what look at look at what's happening in every stadium you know let's go brandon right you know you've never had that against any political figure in the united states before right so here's something that's really interesting so let's say he you know they win a, a majority in in the house and a, a majority in the senate okay but you know, isn't uh, the acting Pedota still there and Kamala la 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 la? Sure. Who, who may be put into a Supreme Court position, maybe? Yeah, uh, that that's one possibility as well. But I don't think she. Well, I don't know. I think she has her eyes on the presidency. And and, and by the way, if they if they did put her, they would lose their their one person advantage in the Senate. So it's unlikely they would put her forward for that because right. then they're just dead uh, in the in Senate, right? So, yeah. All right. So they take back the House. They take back the Senate. Did you know? Although it's never happened before, you can search this out in the Constitution. The Speaker of the House, the House Leader, does not have to be elected. It just has to be selected by congressional people. So, so what you're saying is, is Pelosi may be out, but then they bring Kamala la 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 in? No. The person doesn't have to be elected. So, no, no, no. So you got to understand, the Republicans are in control now. Okay. okay? Gotcha. The, the election happened, the Republicans take control. The speaker does not need to be an elected official. Although it's never happened before, constitutionally, that person is only selected by Congress. They put Trump in as the speaker. This is where it gets good. Then the impeachments happen. Impeachments are very public trials. Right. Now they put them under trial. Look what's happening at the border. Does everyone in the country know about the human trafficking at the border? Yes, they do. Every And it's only because the border is open that every American knows, oh yeah, they're smuggling humans across the border. Human trafficking, mostly women and children. That's said on the news all the time. Everyone in America knows that. So now we've got this big show trial, the impeachment of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Guess who's guess who pops in the presidency? Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Interesting. Massive arrests. Show trial. The world is watching. The show trial. The evidence is clear. They've right. done crimes against humanity. Defund the police. Do they, they, everything. Everything they've done has been crimes against humanity, even in the public spe- sphere. Right. Right. Well, my so, question still goes back to January of um, the previous year. We had, or actually, I think it was February. Um, 
I think it was around the 21st, but we had, you know, the U.S., Russia, and China sign themselves into republics. In, in so how does it fit with that global view of the way things are going? The, so I think it fits perfectly because when think of all the things that can come out in that show trial. Enough that the, 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 the world says, oh my goodness, every one of these people is corrupt. Because it's not just Joe and Kamala on trial. Think of Russia, Russia, Russia. It's Obama on trial. Yeah. It's, it's all these things start to come out. And so this is what makes the public purview. But it damages them in every single way. It's not only political corruption. It's not only the steal that happened on uh, November third. It's it's by the way, and that's a major crime that's going to implicate the uh, that's going to implicate the rest of the Republicans as well. Okay, it brings the whole thing down. Interesting. It brings the whole government down, and then Trump announces, "Hey." This is what's happening. We are a republic. They lied to us. This has been an incorporation. And here's your new money system backed by gold. Very interesting. I think your theory is is very highly possible. You know? I don't want to wait till November. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wait till November. Well, see, and I think he keeps, there's there's a lot of play with words where, you know, he keeps talking about the election in 2024, but then there's this implying that that we are in 2024, that, you know, so we have to question somewhere along the line, were there two years, a two-year period that they erased out of our history and really... We're in a 2024 already. So that's my thought, but. Well, I think, well, so, and listen, that, that's wild. <laughs> I don't even know what to think of that. And that's, I don't discount any theory at this point in time. However, look at the comms. He's changed his last song, used to be YMCA. Now it's Hold On, I'm Coming. <laughs> he said, I'll be back sooner than you think. You'll be happy. You know, he said all of these things and he's never conceded. So he's right. never publicly announced he's running in 2024. Right. He talked about it because he talks about, the, the, you know, there's an election in 2024 because that's the perception. But yeah. he's never said he's running. He's never said anything. He's been very right. careful not to. So I actually think that my theory holds some water because it it, it yeah. takes everything into consideration. And actually, the "I'm Coming" song, I do not believe that that speaker who was wearing the hat was Trump himself. So you had to ask who is that speaker, and they kept doing you know that nefarious little letter of the alphabet. So I think that that was part of the the play in the plot. Okay. So we, we don't know for sure. There's a lot of different ways they can do that. They can do it right. holographically. They can do it. You know, there's all kinds of ways they can do it. But if there was an imposter, Jesse, you and I disagree on who the imposter would be. Yeah. Yeah. But we can I, both I, put our theories forward if you're comfortable in doing it. Yeah. I probably can't say who I think it was, but Jeff, who do you think it was? I think the only one that could really get away with it would be Eric. Good possibility. Yeah. So. So we'll leave that there. Why can't you yeah. say yours? I don't see why not. I? No. <laughs> so I have theories of my own, but no, I can't bring it out. Oh, but oh. I'll bring it out if I'm right. If I'm right, I'll let everybody know that was my theory, and you can back it up since you know and say yes, it was. Oh, you're you're gonna. By the way, uh, if you're talking about missing time and go try and travel and all that stuff, did right. you know that uh, 
you can sign up for the SOS Army and get Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Adventure. <laughs> Your transitions are spectacular. And, and, and actually, uh, <laughs> so, and actually, I'll give you even a shortcut. You can just go to uh, to write on you. Uh, I encourage com. people to check out that book about time traveling. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, right on you.com. We give it away for free. It's in PDF form. You can download it. You got to give your email, but then uh, you get the download. Uh, it's easy. And by the way, the military bug out bag is also up there for free as well. Um, all right. Uh, oh, we talked about the super. Okay, let's let's just we got let's do just a real quick bit on the voice of God to just give some proofs of what we, uh, what we have coming. That's right. All right. Give, give me one second here, Jesse. I have to make some adjustments on my computer so I can properly show this. I should have done this before the show, but I did not. Yeah. I want to give a special thanks to the individuals who are helping to supply this information. Um, you know, that's one of, been one of the hardest things in my fight, you know, in bringing forward information is that there isn't always the tangible evidence that I have. You know, I can just share my experience. But as people come forward and, you know, with what they have, we have been able to undeniably prove um, my childhood experiences and I'm sure the experiences of many other children. So... And and it seems that they're all like honestly uh, the evidence is just piling up to support your stories, Jesse. Um, yeah, there's a lot coming forward. A lot of um, you know the good news I'll just say is that you know as I've been bringing forward the stories of even you know the children who were part of my experience who um, also experienced abuse. There's been a lot of coming forward of those individuals then sharing their stories as well you know, collaborating and giving more pieces of information. So, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle coming together make a complete puzzle that once put together, we can see the whole picture and understand the full extent of things. So it's powerful. And I just encourage, you know, if you have things to share, you have to be very careful about who you share it with, but, um, you know, do so very prayerfully but God is putting all the pieces together. That's right. So uh, this, I, you know, I'm going to post this on Telegram, uh, but this is a uh, a patent, and I'll, I'm going to give credit because he's been on the show, so he doesn't mind uh, being mentioned. Uh, this comes from Profe the Professor Ted, who was <laughs> on the show uh, recently, and I'm just going to read some of his notes and by the way, he was a great guest. People loved him. We're going to have him back on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just give me a second. Is it this one? No, it's this one. So I'm just going to read what he uh, he sent me here. Because it's very, very interesting. So when he was on the show, he had talked about uh, this frequency he was picking up coming from his TV and stuff like that. Okay, uh, so yeah. this is called V2K technology. Voice to skull is what it sounds like. And what he's got here is the patent, and the patent uses a carrier wave. This sounds a bit technical, but it's going to make sense, okay? Uh, uses a carrier wave in the 15,000 hertz spectrum that I mentioned on the show, but I didn't really get into. Even though it's older technology, it still works. An electronic recorded message can be modulated onto a carrier wave, for example, a TV show or a commercial broadcast using a pre-recorded subliminal message can piggyback on a carrier wave in the spectrum. Even like in my 30-year-old TV, the carrier wave is not limited to a TV set. Someone can use a handheld device or military contraption using the technology with the message sent out at a specific carrier wave the frequency range has been shown to resonate well within the human skull and messages are perceived by the brain subliminally. Uh, so what he's got here is basically the diagram of the patent that's happening. So uh, for those of you who are on Podbean, 
Uh, I'm just going to describe it to you. It's just a kind of a flow chart, you might say. And so th this goes back to 1974, okay? Mm -hmm. So a steady tone near the high end of the hearing range, say 15,000 hertz. Hypnotist's voice. So remember we were talking about subliminal messages even back in the 70s. They're putting subliminal messages on TV and in commercials yeah. and stuff. They were saying it because they were doing it, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. they, put, they hide things in plain sight. So... So the hypnotist or subliminal voice carrying at, say, a 300 to 4,000 uh, range. So that it's you spoke, speak into a mic, and then the frequency modulator, so that changes the uh, phase of the, of the signal, okay? Make, and the output is more or less a standalone now signal with this embedded. So it goes through the transmitter, and then it essentially goes into your mind mm -hmm. and you hear this voice, voice of God. Yeah. But sometimes voice of God can sound like your voice. Sometimes it can sound like someone else's voice. People just know it's in their head and it's real. Mm-hmm. All right. So now. Very interesting. And so that's an actual patent that's actually discovering it and how the pulsed wave works. Now, of course, technology's come a long way since then, and we have the hokey pokies and all this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, making your body a better antenna. Let me just share this quick uh, video now. Uh, let me go back to this and close that. Okay. Scientists made the exciting discovery that Oh. I got to start again. I didn't have the audio on, I don't think. I we heard it. It was low, but we could hear it. Oh, this time you're going to hear it proper. All right. Scientists made the exciting discovery that calcite microcrystals exist on the pineal gland and that these crystals can interact with electromagnetic fields. These crystals have piezoelectric properties with excitability in the frequency range of mobile telecommunications. They theorize that the interactions of these crystals with global system for mobile telecommunication waves could constitute a new mechanism of transduction of the pineal membrane. What this means in layman's terms is that our pineal gland is a cell phone. The wireless transmitter that links us with universal consciousness is our pineal gland. Very, what do you very think, Jesse? Yeah, I, you know, I think this kind of aligns with our theories about diamonds and, and the blood, so, yeah. Or the immortal stone, Jeff, you know, what what it did that entail. So I think it goes right along with that. It sure does. It all ties in. And I bet it ties into the Super Bowl this year as well. Ooh. I'm just making a prediction. Uh, you, you've been right on with all your predictions, Jeff. So I have to give you that. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. I hit the wrong button, Jesse. No, no, that was good. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, we talked about the truckers. We talked about the media. We talked about how Trump will be reinstated as the president again. And by the way, you can only run for election twice, according to the Constitution. So that could mean he could still run again. Just say interesting yeah. just saying um at that point he kind of becomes king right? maybe i don't know <laughs> that might be a prediction as well by the way there might be some new job titles you know once things are situated you know globally yeah, I, I think so uh, i think this whole thing falls and uh let's pray that it's this year that does it we we are praying that all right. Speaking of which, Jesse, why don't you 
pray for our listeners as we prepare to end the show. I certainly will. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day and this time we can gather together. And I just pray as each one goes out to do their week this this week, that you would be with them, that you would guide us, that you would show us your will. We ask that you would give us the opportunities to share the things that we know, the truth with others, Lord, and particularly the truth of your word. I pray that you would help us to be in your word every day and that we would continue to grow in our faith and in our walk with you. We ask this in your powerful name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and hit the like button, and then go bless your community. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio.